Welcome to Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast, your weekly opportunity to tune in and listen to the best review team online, taking time out to chat with you and each other about all topics in the world of lingerie, hosiery, and much more. Enjoy today's episode. Hi, welcome to Lingerie Lowdown's podcast a place full of inspirations and relatable people helping you instill that self-belief and sharing advice you can apply to your own life through using the wonderful platforms of lingerie because wearing the right underwear isn't just about physically looking good or doing it for someone else it's about loving and embracing who you are for you Today on our wonderful show, we have quite a spectacular person, and you will see soon see why, rather. Her name is Bella Trix. She is calling us from Canada right now. Hi, Bella. How are you? Hello, everybody, and I am well. How are you today? Really, really, really good, and, and obviously all the better for actually having you on the podcast. I've been rather excited towards, uh, well, looking forward to this podcast, actually. Um, Bella, whereabouts in Canada are you situated? So I'm from <clears throat> Winnipeg, Manitoba, which, frankly, nobody really knows where that is. <laughs> it's right in the middle of Canada at the bottom. So we have quite a small population compared to a lot of other areas, but it is absolutely beautiful here. And there's so many types of nature that you can see in all of Manitoba. So I love living here. Ooh, does that mean that you have lived there your whole life or...? I have, yeah, yeah, my whole life. So I know the area quite well, and uh, I've traveled throughout Manitoba, the whole province as well, because I'm in Winnipeg, the city. So, wow, okay, that sounds quite amazing. I mean, I I feel like if someone's lived in that place, uh, if you don't mind me asking your age, how are you in your thirties or? I am in my late twenties. This year, I am turning twenty-seven. <laughs> That's it, because I, I turned 30, and that's it. I think everybody's 30 just to make myself feel better. Yeah. So don't, 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 don't rush your life. Oh, my God. 27. So 27 years, they've got to be doing something right. I mean, I've looked at only pictures of Canada, but I've always wanted to go. So if you've lived there for that length of time, would you say that you you know the community well? Are you you're quite well known there? Uh. Winnipeg is kind of seen as like a big, small city. Uh, there's this rule that, you know, every fifth person knows each other. So essentially everybody knows each other because of that. <laughs> Anywhere you go, it doesn't matter where you go. You either see somebody you know or you talk to somebody who knows somebody that you know. So it's it's a really interesting city in that sense. I think I know the communities pretty well. Of course, I'm not a part of all of them, but the ones that I am, they they're quite wonderful. Like we're known as friendly Manitoba and everybody mm. here is very friendly. So <laughs> I love that friendly man, Manitoba. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. So you were talking about nature being around you. I mean, yeah. uh, if you look at anything, well, your pictures, obviously your images are absolutely stunning, but they're in, in very different places. But if you were to even just Google search where you are right now, it's the backdrops are just ridiculous. Would you say um, people, I know maybe you might not have comparison, but would you say that it's uh, quite a light, quite a bright place in, in terms of the way that people's attitudes are because of the nature that's around? Are they in touch with nature? That's what I'm asking more than anything. 
I think that we have really great people here. A lot of them, though, of course, like many other people in the world, don't ever explore the area they're in. So they'll they'll stay in their one little area within their city, but they won't leave that. And so a lot of people say that Manitoba is boring, but it is far from boring. Because like I was saying earlier, we have so many different types of landscape. Just in Manitoba, you can drive five hours and see like so many different types of landscape. It's amazing. And I actually decided to dedicate an entire year to exploring Manitoba about four years ago. And through that, I actually found out how much there is to travel to and see. And so that's why I started doing excursions through my business to bring other people to those places. So... Oh, well, my gosh, that was a fantastic explanation, right? And 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 everybody does that. We do, we do, we take, yeah. it's just a very natural thing that we do as a human is we take <clears throat> for granted what's around us. Um, so who would you say Bella is or Bellatrix? Who would you say you are if you were to describe yourself? Oh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a hard question to answer I always say because I wear so many hats I love learning I continuously feel like I am changing and altering myself of course for the better and for the more positive and I if I were to try to put myself into a nutshell (laughs) um, I I would say that I am an extremely positive open-minded person who loves to experience new things in life and loves to share that with other people. Right. Right. Because it's, it's depth, depth of feeling, depth of connection. That's kind of what makes you feel alive. Yes, exactly. For me anyways, of course, other people may be different, but yeah, I, I love connecting with people. That's, that's really what motivates me. Have you always been like this then? Or has this been a little bit of your your 20s where you're like, oh, I'm buzzing about this. Let's do this. Or have you always been that kind of fun, loving, free person? You know, it's funny because when you when you get to a certain point in your life, you kind of reflect back and think, you know, was I always like this? Has things changed? What what made things change type thing? Right. And I I think that I've always been more on the positive, open minded side. For, for most of my life, but I think that I have gone through a lot of personal changes, especially in the last six to eight years. I found myself at a young age in a few physically abusive relationships, which really altered the way I saw life. And when I got out of those, that's when I really started to change to what I think was the better side of me. So Right. Okay. That, yeah. I, well, it's funny you should say that because I think um, from some of the, the talks that we have on the podcasts, when we get real with ourselves, um, we find out that these strong women have had a story. You know, we have a story. It's come from somewhere. A lot of people that listening, they, they could feel like, oh, well, it's all right for them. They're just a positive person. That's what they've explained. But I think what do they say? Without the night sky, you you can't see the stars. You don't you you can't see the stars shining from the dark that's there. You know you've you've got to have 
that element somewhere along the line to to really appreciate coming through it. And that's what I that's what I, I gather from yourself as well. You've got quite a radiance to you, even if you look at your images, if you speak about your work, we can listen to it now through 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 you speaking. There is a radiance that comes from you. And I know that it comes from probably somewhere where it started possibly dim. So if there was, would you have any advice for anyone who was going through such a thing? Because, you know, I'm sorry that you had to go through that. But in the same breath, mm. I'm glad that you've grown from such an experience. Is there any kind of passing words that you would give to someone going through such a thing? I would say, I feel like there's a lot of, a lot of words I could say about this. But uh, the main one being always stay true to yourself. And I think it's beneficial to always be reevaluating where you are in life. And so question as much as you can, especially when you're younger, question as much as you physically can, because that's how you're going to learn who you really are and who you want to be opposed to the people around you telling you or forcing you to be somebody you're not. And if you can do that at a young age, then you're going to excel so much farther than people who aren't thinking about themselves in that sense. And I think that it's, you should be selfish, selfish when it comes to that. Right. Right. That's so right. (laughs) Because you're right. Well, there's, there's, there's so many new souls. I think um, your generation, my generation, I mean, we're pretty much the same. I I am only 29, by the way. But it was our generation that really came through. Um, there was a big shift, big shift in energy across oh, yeah. the world. And we started questioning everything. We started saying, well, why do I have to do that? No, that doesn't feel comfortable. Well, that's not giving me joy. So why would I do such a thing? Yeah. But of course, we had those um peers We also had those icons and our parents and whoever it was, influencers, always on top of us being like, because you have to. But that was never good enough for our generation. Mm -hmm. And where we are now, it's just grown and then some, you know, you've actually, what I really like about the new generations coming through is that they don't ask the questions. They just, they just got a strong sense. They're just like, not doing it and I don't care what you say you know whereas with us we were kind of like oh I don't know I want to please you maybe should I please you because you're so yes I think absolutely um if you do have questions please take that on board question absolutely everything and be true to who you are that's so so strong in fact that leads me perfectly onto what you (laughs) do for a living Bella Tricks what is it that you do for a living at living please do enlighten us uh, again, it's a, a few different things. <laughs> so I I feel like I've been running a few different businesses over the last few years. I started off with modeling and I learned as much as I physically could. And I started off with actually doing nude modeling. That was one of my first photo shoots that I did. Lingerie was my first and then nude modeling was my second. And I instantly fell in love with it. And so through modeling, I tried to learn as much as I could, and I just pushed my career as far like as farthest as I could at the time. Of course, with having a daughter, things do get a little bit uh, tough for scheduling, especially when wanting to travel and stuff. So that has, of course, minimized the amount that I am capable of doing throughout that career. But 
through modeling, I wanted to learn as much as possible on both sides of the camera. So I started learning about photography as well. And then I, uh, through going through my physically abusive relationship, I actually really lost myself after that. And I decided to just take an entire year to be that yes man type person and say yes to every single opportunity that came to me. And through that, I actually found out how, uh, what's the word, how, uh, how extremely beneficial it was to me and how I wanted to help other people do that. And so I started doing community-based events in Winnipeg with models and photographers because that was the audience that I had and the friends that I had at the time. And I did little mini challenges at the events that we did to get people to start collaborating and creating together. And through that, I started my actual business called Beyond Boundaries Academy. And that's my main thing that I do in Winnipeg. Modeling has kind of now been pushed a little bit more to the side, even though they they do very much interchange into each other because through Beyond Boundaries, we don't only run events, but we also offer coaching for models, photographers, visu visual artists, small businesses, anybody who really wants to take their passion and turn it into a profession or just strengthen their skills within their hobby as well. So we do workshops, around that we do skillshare days we do group shoot days we do excursions like i said bringing a bunch of different artists around manitoba uh, we have studio themes that we offer we have a studio space that we offer to creatives to really bring the community together even more so everything that i do really ties into each other because i also do photography as well i offer photography to my business and so i've been doing that for we're actually Beyond Boundaries is going on their fourth year this year. Fourth year, blimey! Yeah. So. so you must be smashing it in that area. I mean, you you described Winnipeg as being quite quite quaint, as in yeah. uh, you know people know each other. So uh, are you the only one that's doing it in that area, or the only one that's kind of excelling to the the rate that you are? I I there's lots of other people in the area doing those things separately, but I'm kind of the first that has brought it all together like there's a lot of stuff out there and workshops for just photographers or just models or just artists right and so I've brought that whole community together into one because there's so much that they can just learn off of each other when together and then you know throwing all of those minds in together into a workshop or something like that too just really just strengthens that workshop so much more so enjoying the conversations today well we wanted to take a short break to tell you more about our website are you looking to treat a loved one or yourself to some new lingerie or hosiery and don't know where to start let the most diverse team of presenters from across the globe introduce you to more than 400 brands as we publish new and exclusive reviews every day. In fact, we have over 4,000 reviews available online right now, and you can join us from only $7.99 a month. However, we want to treat you to something a little special for listening to our podcast today. Use the promo code PODCAST when buying a 3, 6 or 12-month membership, and we'll give you an extra 10% off the purchase price. Best of all, there's no time limit with this code, so you can keep using it when you renew your membership. 
please note this is not applicable to the monthly membership. So after listening to the rest of this podcast, head on over to lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use the promo code podcast today. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the podcast. Because it's, it's creatives, isn't it? It's just not yeah. just... Right. So you bring them all together. That is fantastic. And when you've got linear thoughts, when you're all on that same sort, same of, uh, same sort of wavelength and you just go with the flow, oh, my gosh, the magic that happens from there. Oh, yeah. It is amazing. <laughs> I wish I could that take is. that energy and put it in a bottle and save it for later. <laughs> well, no, you probably... You, no, we know what you do. You, you'd sell it as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is well, fantastic. Sure. <laughs> you get that, or you got to sell that. <laughs> you have, you have, you've got to sell that. And I think you're right. I think everybody's got to try that. It's infectious energy. It's, it's, uh, you know, some people, a lot of people, you'll probably find this. No doubt you found this. So many photographers will say that they're not creative, will say that they don't know how to be creative when in actual fact they just compare themselves far too much mm-hmm. and they, they probably just don't know how to start it off. But anybody can be creative and creativity is very personal in that way. So that would be very, very interesting. I want everybody to, to make sure that you do check out Beyond Boundaries Academy. So on your is that a website that we'd find, www.beyondboundariesacademy? Or- yeah, so we have a website. It's uh, it's just under construction right now, but you guys can definitely uh, take the address. It's create beyond boundaries dot com. Create beyond boundaries dot com. That's yeah. fantastic. So you can and have then, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We're also on Instagram, Facebook, the whole nine yards of online. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yes, so go go check that out. Please do go check that out, uh, especially if you're local. My gosh, then you would be able to go and check out Beyond Boundaries. So yeah, with your nude modeling, is it is it taking you further than? I mean, I know that you said that you live in an absolutely stunning place uh, in, in Winnipeg, in Minnesota. Is that right? No, uh, Manitoba. Very close. Manitoba. Yeah. Oh, very oh, Okay. I'm nearly there, guys. Nearly yeah. there. Um, have you been further afield of it then with your nude modeling? I have, yeah. So uh, a couple years ago, I think it was three years ago now, maybe four. No, three. I had the opportunity to go to Las Vegas on a girl's trip. It had nothing to do with modeling. <laughs> it was just a fun trip to go and experience a trip with my friends because we had never done that before. And when I got to Vegas, I or before I got to Vegas, I was talking to a few photographers and people that I wanted to potentially work with, but I didn't know if I was going to have the time to. And so we just left it up in the air because my main focus was, of course, just spending time with my friends and being on vacation, and not working, which is really hard for me to do. <laughs> So we went to Vegas and uh, I was able to meet up with uh, two photographers. And through that, I have had a lot more opportunity to go back to Vegas and travel around not only Vegas, but Nevada and surrounding states as well. And that is probably by far my favorite place because Nevada has so much beauty around it. 
just in Nevada is amazing, but then you go to the other states around it and it's just, it's even more stunning. You don't even have to drive that far to see stuff either. So I have been lucky enough to go back there more than a handful of times. And what has also helped me continue to go back there is I actually did meet uh, one of my partners there. So one of my boyfriends lives in Vegas and he has always lived there. He was born and raised. He's currently there right now through all this COVID stuff. It's been about three months since we've been able to see each other because of the lockdown on the borders. But uh, he's been he's been a big help for sure. When I met him, we, of course, kept things pretty simple, just saw each other when we could. Sometimes I would go to Vegas and I wouldn't even see him because I would have so much work to do. <laughs> and and it's, just, it's grown a lot. And, and uh, we're... I think we're going on two years, three years. I'm really bad with time. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Oh, that's absolutely. <laughs> and and these these we can pick these images up as well um, from your Vegas trips and what have you all on your Instagram. Is that right? Yeah. So a lot of them are on Instagram, but of course, you know platforms like that only allow so much nudity on them. So a lot of my stuff is on. My website, I do offer Patreon. I just started offering some OnlyFans stuff to trying to see where I want to take with that. But yeah, like a lot of my content creation, I do so much of it just goes onto my website because the platforms online are just getting so insane to try to post stuff, even if it is artistic. And a lot of the photos I take are extremely artistic. A lot of them are far from sexual. A lot of them are not meant to have somebody look at the photo and be like, oh, this is a sexy lady, blah, blah, blah. It's it's meant to be appreciated as art. Now, don't get me wrong. I do do the sexier side of things. But what I truly like to create is art. So that is what right. you will see in my images. <laughs> a lot of ambiguous <laughs> art as well because I am – on both sides of the spectrum. <laughs> so. Well, please, please do do tell us, enlighten us. What are your um, your links then for Patreon and OnlyFans? So my website is MissBellatrix.com. Very easy, straightforward. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> through there, you can actually find my Patreon and my OnlyFans. But... My patron and OnlyFans just follow my name. So it's either Miss Bellatrix or Bellatrix. Okay, brilliant. Right. So for all of you lovely people out there who would like to see probably the uncensored, the ones that are really artistic, the ones that we, we can't see anywhere else because the world just isn't ready for beauty, proper beauty, then go and check out the <laughs> patron and OnlyFans too. And how long have you been a presenter of Lingerie Lowdown now? Just over two years. I've I've pretty much been a presenter almost from the start of when Lingerie Lingerie Lowdown uh, was a was a company. I I remember Callie Kay as one of the first right. models. Yeah, and I was following her on Instagram. I saw that she was starting up with a new company called Lingerie Lowdown, and then I inquired about it. So, yeah, I was, I was like, I'm pretty much almost, almost from the beginning. <laughs> I think Sophia well, Smith is our longest running presenter, I believe. So, 
That's right. That's right. And we would say we would say that you are definitely one of our, our strong ambassadors. I mean, how do you find lingerie lowdown? How do you still have, hold the big love for it? What what sets us apart from because um, obviously you are a, a business entrepreneur. So what sets us apart? A lot of things. I love the fact that we can be totally honest about everything we say, that we are not forced to <clears throat> give lies or say things that we don't want to just to make brands or companies happy. That's probably the biggest thing for me that I love about working for Lingerie Lowdown. And also how empowering they are to other women and how much they continue to do for the community as well, not only in their own area, but all over the world because we're online, right? Yeah, exactly. They're, they're flying the flag for us, aren't they? They definitely are. Yeah, I love talking about lingerie lowdown to everybody. <laughs> even people who don't like lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care if you don't know don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm going to tell you about it. Sit down. Make me okay. So there was something that you said earlier that I really picked up on. Um you did the lingerie, so you'd have felt sassy in your lingerie. Mm -hmm. And then you went nude and then you fell in love with it. So what was it what was it that made you feel in love with nude modeling? Well, first, I did not feel sexy in my lingerie. I felt far from sexy <laughs> in my lingerie yeah. when I did my first photo shoot. I was a nervous wreck. Like, I was a mess. I didn't know what to do. It was like, so the opportunity that I got, the reason I did this first shoot was in my first year of being that yes, yes man and going after all the opportunities. So I got an opportunity to model in this, like, kink fetish show which was also kind of new to me at the time because I wasn't really into anything kink or BDSM at the time either. So I got to model at this show and they wanted to do some marketing posters for the show. And so they asked all the girls and guys that were going to be like modeling costumes at the show to come in and do this photo shoot. So I came in to do the photo shoot and it was the first one I ever did. There was a room full of people I didn't know. There was a photographer I had never met, a place I had never gone to, lingerie I was not used to wearing in front of people. It was it was it was totally outside of my comfort zone. <laughs> so I left that day feeling like I just did something that I just like I was like I don't know how that went. I feel like that went really bad. I feel like the photos were horrible. And they were. They are. They are so bad. <laughs> compared Girl, to we've been there. We've all yeah. been there. <laughs> right? You're like, you look back, you're like, oh my goodness, that is where I started. Like <laughs> you do. You end up sometimes, you know, and it, for, for whatever reason, sometimes it, that poor photographer could have been starting out their career as well and that they're just playing around. And it's just it's just a bad angle or it's a bad bit of lighting. And it can absolutely destroy our mental health in seconds. It's crazy, isn't it? It can. Yeah. Especially like if you work with a photographer that doesn't know how to shoot. Luckily, this person did though, and he was used to working with new models. And so he actually made me feel a lot more comfortable in what we were doing. And he made me feel like I was the only person in the room when I was in front of him, which really did help 
but I was still so stiff and I just, you know, you don't want to move because you're like, your body's in front of somebody. You're, you're just, you've never done this before. So it was, yeah. But he was actually the photographer that I did a nude photo shoot with for my first time. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's a, that worked out a lot better. And, you know, it's, it's interesting. Like I, we did it at a, a nude beach. That's kind of more of a private beach. A lot of people don't tend to go to it. We, technically don't have any nude beaches in Winnipeg but this one is deemed as a nude beach and so everybody just knows that it's a nude beach and so families don't go there and <laughs> and so a lot of people go there to do shoots because it's a gorgeous beach it's really uh the water's really low and you can walk out for miles and the water will uh-huh. stay like that too so it's like it's really gorgeous you get sunsets there as well so we decided to do like a whole beach day and just go chill out, you know, have a picnic at the beach, do a photo shoot. And so me just being with him in nature, which is totally in my element, just made me feel a lot comfortable already. And then I had more time to mentally prep for this photo shoot too, because we actually planned it before, gave myself time, I was able to go out and I purchased like a dress to start off in to do some shoots in just to get more comfortable. And then of course we took the dress off and did some nude shoots after nude shots after that. So I, I think it's just like the, the two scenarios were so different from each other. Cause the first one I was just, I was so nervous. It was really quick. I didn't have a lot of time to process it. I was in lingerie, which I, I, I just, I feel like I'm just automatically more comfortable when I'm nude even to this day, I, I still shoot a lot, a lot of lingerie. I still shoot a lot of nude stuff and I always feel more comfortable when I'm nude. So that's interesting. So why, why do you, would you have any idea why do you, you said that you're very in touch with the nature um, that's around you as well. So do you just feel more in touch with yourself, more empowered when you're nude than you are to, to what, lingerie or, or fashion? Um, let me, let me think about that for a second. Do you have a think about it? Because, I mean, the good thing is you've got a really good photographer there. And what I'm trying to think of is there's, there might be a few people that are wondering whether they go into the nude modeling or trying to quite comprehend the nude modeling. I got that a lot when I did my nude modeling is that they just thought that I was getting naked for money um they didn't quite understand that personally for me it was because that's when I felt I had my clothes on that's when I felt that I was actually feeling um strong in who I was and Mm -hmm. especially when you've got a good photographer that you're working with I was like this feels more normal this feels more normal than me wearing some sort of outfit where I'm trying to pose in a certain way to bring a feeling. Whereas actually when I'm just standing here nude, I am here. And you bring that feeling too, right? Like you're bringing that feeling. It's not your outfit that's bringing that feeling. And yeah, like I I totally relate to that actually, because like when I'm uh, modeling lingerie, I feel like I have to model the lingerie and feel more sexy and play with this lingerie Whereas when I'm nude, I'm presenting myself, I'm presenting like the feeling that the photographer wants. And I just, I get to play with 
me <laughs> and I'm used to playing with me <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my, I said that in a bit of an odd way, but like I was going to say, we'll try, we'll, we'll try and keep it PG here. Uh, <clears throat> we'll try and keep it PG as much as possible here, folks. Yeah. But no, I don't. but no, you're absolutely right. You're right. There is this feeling of representation. You're not representing any brand or any person, but yourself in that moment that you are nude. Well, that's actually it for today. But my gosh, we have so much to talk about still uh, and I'm really looking forward to that so I am going to welcome you back Bella in the future if you of course would like to come back I think I may I Good. I definitely do <laughs> I was a little I bit worried then <laughs> good because I definitely want to touch on to the BDSM more in our next podcast so stay tuned listeners we'll be back very soon I'm sure with part two of the fabulous Bellatrix. Thank you so much for coming on today, Bellatrix. My pleasure. Look forward to chatting more with you in another episode. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Take care, darling. And you too, listeners, you stay safe. Bye. Thanks for joining us on Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Don't forget that we release a brand new episode every Wednesday for you all to enjoy. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. Don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get an extra 10% off a three, six or 12 month membership today.